Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Power Your Life Radio Show with host and success doc Joanne White. Author, speaker, certified coach, and energy master, Doc White gets to the heart of what matters most. She features guests and experts to help you consciously create more success, health, and wellness in every area of your life, work, and relationships. They'll share their success stories, wisdom, and know-how to help you shine more light onto your day and into your life. Power your life right now. Here's Joanne White. Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to Power Your Life. I'm Dr. Joanne White. And it's always a pleasure to be here. What's very interesting is many of us, I would say a large majority of us, are are looking for a partner, a soulmate, a husband, a wife, somebody that they can share their life with, their experiences with. And oftentimes people choose someone the first time around and it may not work. Rather than be discouraged, there are ways to really make sure that the second time around, you find the right person that's for you, the right individual partner that's going to share your joy, your experiences, and your life with. And how do we do that? What do we do? How do we prevent the same mistakes that we made the first time around so that we are successful in finding our soulmate, the right partner, the second time around. Well, rest assured, we have answers today with my special guest, Patricia Fuqua, who is the founder of Dating Diamonds, which is a service that empowers women and men to meet the right man and woman the second time around. She's also the creator of the first Date to Soulmate program, Patricia mentors women as well as men to use the story of their lives to create the relationship that they choose the second time around. Her strategy benefits both men and women, as I've said, and the more you know, she believes, and I I attest to that, the more you can thrive. Patricia has polished the art of the relationship in her 40-year marriage to her husband. Her books include... The Second Time Around, How to Date Your Right Man, and Manifesting Your Soulmate. Welcome, Patricia Fuqua. How are you? I am well, and thank you very much, Dr. Joanne, for having me today. It's my pleasure. And it's, it's, you know, it's, it's really interesting because people get discouraged. They think, okay, forget it, never again. I'm not gonna, and I've spoken to people who are like that. Forget it. I'm not getting married anymore. Once was enough. And yet, we yearn for a partner. So, what on your journey? What happened to to you to to decide to to write something like this and to open up Dating Diamonds? My journey in love and relationship was a little bit rocky, as the many people who come to me for my support journeys are. Uh, in the beginning, I was looking for my soulmate, my partner, my husband, and I daydreamed about what I wanted. 
and I daydreamed about what I wanted. That's the, that's the key phrase, what I wanted. And I was able to manifest or have him appear at a party um, one night when I was a co-ed. And it was the most amazing thing because I was chatting uh, on a dare from a roommate to um, go out and have some fun. I was a workaholic. And so at any rate, I was talking to this um, fella, and the room started to shake. And I thought, oh, well, what's that? And I turned, and there was a fellow who had just stepped across the threshold. And when I met his eyes, I said to myself, that's my husband. And I continued talking to the fellow in front of me. And when this man, who had just come into the room, asked me to dance, I said, this really is my husband. And... As a result of that, um, we went through this process that I share with my clients, and I decided that, you know, this is it, and I can see myself having a fabulous time with this fella and just enjoying life. And so when it came time to get married, of course, it was a yes. So that's how I started thinking about well, I don't know, the 10th year into marriage, that it would be a great process to teach other women how to manage this whole process and be able to choose the relationship they wanted and to know who would fit the relationship that they had in mind before they even dated and save themselves a ton of time and money and energy just by knowing a system. And that was the beginning of the First Date to Soulmate program. You know, it's fascinating because the room shook (laughs) and your eyes locked with this person who's now your husband. But not everybody has that kind of experience. The room doesn't shake. Sometimes they don't have that, that knowing like you had, oh, this is my husband. What do you tell people who are looking at, at what, you, what you experience and thinking, well, I didn't have that. Is, is, does that mean it's not enough if, I, if the room didn't shake, if I didn't have that knowing? Well, this is what I tell them. You, meaning the woman who's in front of me or the man who's in front of me, need to have prepared yourself for the moment. You cannot concentrate on what you don't want in a relationship the second time around and expect to recognize when the one walks into the room. It doesn't work that way. So it's about being very clear about what it is that you want to experience, and I support people to do that as well as know what kind of relationship they really desire to experience and which personalities, which people give them the first impression to fit that. And so now when they're out dating, they're out socially, they have an extra awareness of what they're looking for, who they're looking for, and they can accept it when it comes into place. Because we get what we think about most, and that's the key to this whole system we have to be aware of what it is we desire and then 
we concentrate and focus on that. And then it's like a delivery system. The person has to show up. It's a principle that I share in my book and also in my private with my private clients and you know that's the way it is. It, what's the prince what's the name of the principle that that once you focus on it and believe it it shows up or or, or is there something else to that? Well, basically everyone has heard about the law of attraction practically everyone. And that law is in place whether we're aware of it or not. That's the principle. You know, thoughts held in mind produce after their kind. And it's like it's the kind of idea that people don't realize the power they have to just imagine the imagination is very strong according to Albert Einstein of all people. Imagination is the key to living the lifestyle that you want. So I help them imagine and reflect on what it is that they want to prefer, what they desire today, not in the past, but what they desire today. And when we do the work around that, they're focused. They're kind of like a laser beam so that, you know, they they are aware of circumstances, of personalities, and then they can make choices about who they want to develop the relationship with or who they want to meet or who they want to talk to. And then it, there's a natural progression. So it's basically the law of attraction. Which can be incredibly powerful. You know, it's interesting, Patricia, because I've met people and work with people who have put out information about what they wanted, whether it's in in a career or, or a soulmate, a marriage, whatever, but they weren't detailed enough or they forgot a few details. There was one person who actually attracted a man, but she forgot to put in that she didn't want somebody that already had like three or four children, which he did, and and she was very she was very disappointed. So I like the fact that you encourage people to be kind of exacting in what they choose to bring into their lives. Exactly. I mean, we are able to affect our life and our love life and our relationships by how we think. You know, and so when we are given information on, well, you said you did not want a man who cheats on you because that was the problem in the first relationship. But in the second relationship, they don't even think about um, fidelity or faithfulness or uh, commitment. They just come up with some other definitions. So it's my job as coach to say, you know, you want a very loyal, loving partner. How come you haven't brought up loyalty? And so that's yeah. a conversation. So it's a series of of uh, topics that we go through to make sure that their vision is clear. And it looks like this. One of my dear clients, my all-time favorite, wanted a, a situation where the fellow was 
financially comfortable and cared about other people and had a sense of being a part of something bigger than he was. And so we did all of the work around that, the exercises, the meditation, and so on and so forth. And so when when we just played with it, I like to play. I like I have a sense of humor, and you know I have great fun with my clients. And I said, so I want you to do this meditation, honey, and then I want you to go to a restaurant, dress to the nines, and I want you to sit there and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> well, what happened was this: these three wonderful men who look like the ones the type that she enjoys, came into the room and engaged with her in some way. Um, You know, the first one just said, hello, how are you, and gave her many compliments and went on to join his party. The second one came in and looked confused about why he was there because, you know, he was looking around thinking, why am I in this room? And the third one came and invited himself to sit down with her and have a drink. So the power of her being very clear about what she wanted to experience is evident. And I said, okay, so now we played with it and you proved that it works. So what do you really want to experience? <laughs> so we did. You know, it's and, interesting because <laughs> it makes it fun, and people sometimes people get so discouraged. I've been out there on the dating scene and whatever, and I'm about to give up, and this, and this adds kind of more life and enthusiasm to it. I love it. What about, though, right now a lot of people are are finding partners online, and and that seems to be the new way of going rather than meeting up first. And yet, oftentimes, I know I I experienced this a long time ago, people lie. (laughs) I remember one experience, this guy was, was, you know, he said he was married and divorced, and he had two very young kids, and he put out that he only saw them like once a month, and I I wrote back, well, that seems strange if they're young, and then he started to say, well, no, I really see them like twice a week, so he was lying to to attract somebody and pull them in before he was telling the truth. How do you work with your clients to identify like who's real and and who's just posting and profiling something that that is just to attract someone but has no truth to it? Well, I believe in awareness, and so what I do is increase the awareness of my clients through conversation, through topics, through exercises, to uh, have their um, lie detector on at all times. And basically, with conversation, what we're doing on the first date is just collecting the information and being in a place of being present and hearing what they say. Now, the first impression generally is that online profile. So you look at that, just like you described, and then you talk to them and then you decide, okay, is the data point connecting that this person is telling the truth? Obviously, this man is not a truthful person. Right. It's better just to say, oh, well, it was very nice meeting you and and have a nice life and goodbye. Because if he would lie about something so basic as seeing his children, he's suspect with his integrity. And And you know what? 
Yes. Right, and that's that's exactly what I did at that point. I said, you know, thank you, goodbye, because if you, like you said, if you're going to lie about this, who's to say what else you're lying about or going to lie about in the future? So, so that's very wise of you to, to you know, for people to do that. You've been married, wow, forty years. That's a, an incredible amount of time to spend with one person. How do you make it work? Using uh, basics of this sim- this system that I have devised for attracting the right fellow, because you know, in marriage, any relationship between two people go has its ups and downs, and when we have. I have a down, it's like, okay, so what do I really want to experience here? So I go through a process to get clear on that, and then I go to work, you know. This is what I really want to experience. So it's through communication, and um, communication is the key because our relationship has lasted because of communication and through recognizing the best possible parts of the relationship and of the man and of myself and focusing on what I prefer and choosing to be happy, another principle. We have choice. We can choose to be happy. And when we choose to be happy, we think the things that we wish to think because we make up our own stories, right? You can make up a story that can get you a divorce. You can make up a story that keeps you in a long-term relationship. (laughs) You know that, that. So you talk a lot about the principles, and and communication is key. And I totally agree with you. Can you share with our listeners a few other principles? I know that there's a lot in the books, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. Well, the 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 key ones. There are seven that are in the book, and the key ones are manage your first impression, because. That is the start point for any relationship. What is it that you want to project? What is it that you want to attract? And how are you going to do it? That's the that's what the first impression does. So that's the first one. And the second one is to be very, very uh, confident that you have a partner that's waiting to meet you and it's your job to meet him instead of like women tend to do is to think oh there's no one for me i'm tired i'm out of this i don't want to do this anymore well you're not going to meet anybody with that attitude so it's about managing your thinking about there is somebody for me this is what i want him to be like or her to be like this is what i'm willing to do to make it happen and I'm just going to practice it until he comes or she comes. So those are those are key principles that have to people need to be aware of that they have the power to attract what they choose. And I totally agree with it. How do we get our antennas up so that we are being able to discriminate, distinguish between somebody who, who like we talked earlier, who who boasts about being so-and-so and, and it really isn't, who says something and 
really is just saying that to impress, but there there's no real truth behind it. How do we know the difference? Time and communication. Um, you know, like, for example, I have one client who has a tendency to go with men who make big promises. <laughs> They're empty promises. And she tends to believe them. And it's about uh, being able to be aware that this this is a part of the story of her life. So I use that story to help her become aware that, okay, these are the kinds of personalities, people who tend who you have been attracting. Let's dissect that. And then she's really aware of what she's been doing and how she's been behaving to attract that. And I said, okay, so what is it that you really want to attract? And she tells me it's different for every woman. And I say, okay, so when you want to attract the second kind of personality the second time around, these are the clues that you are looking for when you communicate with them. And we um, tailor her conversation to, again, collect data and connect with dots and to see if this person actually is that kind of personality that she prefers. And if he's not, then it's very pleasantly, have a nice life, I'm uh, next. There's no <laughs> point in, in wasting the time with that person if it, if it doesn't pan out. And she can tell that after a conversation or two, uh, about three dates, because people generally reveal any discrepancies, you know, in their stories and their anecdotes. And and a woman who is present and listening can know that. And that's what I, I um, assure that she knows how to do that communication so she can collect the data and make a decision. You know, I like the idea of collecting the data and, and you know, that – example that I chose and I didn't I didn't want to even meet that person because the data that that was presented was so false even in the beginning it was like why bother right so do you find that that several women and men go through that experience they're looking for the data and and it's wrong even before they have an actual meeting that just says they just say like you just said next next so that they don't have to even go through dates to to kind of waste their time if they're getting a sense early on that this is just not going to work. Yes, because um, well, you know the inner um, the online dating has been on for since the eighties, and as with anything, there are people who are scam artists, and that percentage increases with time. You know, there's always someone who wants to put over, get over on someone else with some false story. And so we also have a, um, we also make people aware that there are catfish, you know, people who present themselves one way, but they're not that. And um, all other kinds of scam artists. And it's good to be aware of them because they are there. Anybody who would ask a woman to lend them money and they haven't even met her physically in a physical venue is is probably very suspect. 
Although there have been uh, women who were so lonely and so desperate, they um, opened up their eye to uh, some catfish, you know, and lost a lot of money. And there's no way to recover it because, you know, you just can't. You don't even know who who the personality is, if it's his real name, you know. So it's good to be grounded and practical when we use the online services, and that's what I help them do as well. I think that's so important. Now, you work with both men and women. Is there a difference in terms of what men and women want or are looking for the second time around? There's no difference in my experience in what they want, but the approach and the style is different. And so what I do is make people, again, aware that um, this is the style that will get you more of what you want faster uh, than what you might have been doing in the past. And so, again, they have choice. You can continue to do what you've always done and get the same result, which hasn't made you very happy. Uh, Or we can try this new way of uh, approaching this whole situation and that looks like um, once I was sitting at this my favorite little boutique restaurant, this beautiful Italian-looking fellow was sitting next to me. And this is an elegant little place, but he was dressed in cutoffs and a graphic T-shirt and tennis shoes with no socks. And he called up a woman to meet him. She came, and she was casually dressed, but everything was pressed and on point, and she was quite beautiful. And she looked at him from the doorway, and I could see her sniff with disgust at his whole presentation. (laughs) I said, oh, this is going to be nice. And so she walked reluctantly to the table, and he said, would you like to sit down? And she said, oh, you know, I saw a sale down the street, and I think I'm going to go check it out. And she did the U-turn and left. (laughs) And he looked at me, and he said, women, what was that about? I said, oh, my God, it's funny you should ask. And I and just said to him, look, you know, you're a beautiful man, you're handsome. Why are you wearing that and inviting a woman to meet you here? And he said, well, what should I be wearing? I said, you know, slacks, shiny shoes, um, shirt. Socks. You could roll up. <laughs> you could look really good, you know, and she'd be like running to the table. And he said, well, I think I learned something. I said, I hope so. I hope so. (laughs) So men think they're wonderful and enough just because they're men. And they are wonderful and they are enough. But you have to have a presentation that is engaging with a woman. (laughs) Because we see it. Yeah, give us something. (laughs) Give us a little thing in in appearance that has an attraction. Oh, it's interesting. There's also something women um, watch how men eat. And Mm -hmm. I've worked with women who say, you know, I had to train my husband because he he just swallows food, puts so much food in his mouth, and and it's so, firstly, it's so unattractive and unappealing. And I remember actually telling that to, to a man many, many years ago. It's like, you're here, you want to attract a woman, and yet your cheeks are bulging with food. You can hardly talk. How is that attractive to me? 
Mm-hmm. And That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> good question, yes. So it's just about, you know, like I said, the style of the, the, of the man or the style of the woman is all important because we're managing that first impression, right? It's, it's the pivot point of whether you want to have a second date or, or not. And it only takes a little bit of time for people to make the snap judgment. So if you're interested in a person, it's very, very important that you manage that first impression, how you eat, how you look, what you say, you know, all of those things are important. And people realize that, and that I think that's probably why the scam artists are getting over so well online is because they're managing that first impression but not in a way that has integrity, you know. They they have some other agenda than what the woman has who's sitting in front of right. them. And so it's important that she realize, you know, I have this agenda. Does this man help me make it or not? You know, so she doesn't waste her time. And the reverse goes for the man as well. Now, do people initially feel reluctant to seek out a relationship coach because they do they feel that they've failed if they've been in a marriage and what what goes into that process that that you are doing, Patricia? Well, what goes into it is that people are at choice and they need to decide do they want a relationship the second time around that's satisfying and beautiful and and, ha- and they can have fun with it, you know, and so on and so forth. So, as I say, knowledge is king and people have the choice of deciding if they want to have a coach, you know, and I'm a coach that is embracing supporting people to get what they want and desire in relationship and so you know information is great you can google information all day about dating tips and how to use online services and in my service the people who work with me i'm at like a 90 percent success rate in getting them the kind of relationship and person that they want Reading information is wonderful, and that's why I wrote the book, so they can get the overview. But the coach, the accountability partner, makes the difference. You know, I like that, the accountability partner, because that is very important, and somebody could be going into dating a second time around and, and not know what they did, what cues they, what they did or they did not do, what cues they missed. And having somebody that can help them decipher that and and figure that out and move forward, I believe, it is so very, very important. Tell us about your book, The Second Time Around, How to Date Your Right Man. And you, you know, we've been talking a little bit of the principles, but tell tell our listeners what else is in it that is so important for them to receive. The book is my love letter to the people who want to have uh, the right partner the second time around. And it is a case study of my all-time favorite client that I worked with, with these principles, these seven principles. And what it does is show people a living example of walking through these principles and the results of knowing them and using them 
and having an accountability partner steer them through this system of first date to soulmate. And at the end, she gets her man, so to speak, in the old Mm -hmm. language, you know. And it's not an accident, and it's not by chance. It's because we prepared the ground, we worked the principles, and we put her in a place where she could meet someone. She was ready, and she didn't have to get ready. She recognized him. And the whole culminating experience has to be you meet the right man, and then you can decide to move forward with him, and you know how to move forward with him through communication, conversation, um, using the principles over and over again. So she was sitting at an outside cafe with her college-age son, and this fellow happened to see her. He parked his car, got out of the car, and came over to meet her. As he walked toward her, she recognized him, not because she knew him before, but because we had prepared the situation, so the circumstance, so she said, oh, my God. You know, so anyway, he walked toward her, introduced himself, sat down next to her as if he were her best friend, and began the conversation. Well, he didn't know that she was talking to him with conversation starters or what have you to make sure that he was the one that she wanted to move forward with. And at the end of this very short conversation, he said to her, well, if you want to continue with this, here's my number. He wrote it down on a napkin and passed it over to her. And he said goodbye and got in his car and left. And so she said, okay, I think I'll see what happens next. And she went ahead and started the process of first date to soulmate that I had taught her. And they were together. They have been together for six years now. So it's about being ready, being aware, and executing the system. You know, I love <laughs> I love the fact that... that women are going into a restaurant or a cafe or whatever and they and they have this whole system in place and this man shows up. I love it. <laughs> yes. That's the whole that's the whole point. That's what I did. That's what I teach them to do. <laughs> I think it's great, mm-hmm. Patricia. So tell our listeners Firstly, you have actually an opportunity that you're making available for our listeners. So tell us about that and how they can get a hold of your books the second time around and manifesting your soulmate and and connect with you, especially if they're looking for a partner. Oh, I'd be happy to. Um, They can go to datingdiamonds.com and there is a limited edition of the book Second Time Around How to Date Your Right Man Blueprint it gives them the overview of the principles and the case study of Danny and her journey and they are able to see and to feel and to sense 
well, this sounds like something that I can do. It's not hard. It's just knowing the system. And after that, you know, we can, uh, I'll send them an invitation to join me in a conversation where I can find out their story. It's called a, um, a complimentary Date Your Right Man strategy session. We discuss the strategy that they can use to um, get what they want with, in partnership and relationship. Wonderful. I think that's great. Now, do men go through the same process with you? Yes. Men can read the book, get the overview of the principles, and um, if they want to move forward, then we need to have a conversation to uh, talk about the strategy and personalizing it for them. Each person gets it personalized. And then we move forward to execute the plan. In your experience, and you've been doing this for some time, you said you had a great success rate, like 90-something percent, which I think is fantastic. What do you see as some of the challenges that women and men have when when you first are doing an assessment or an evaluation or looking at what you know what they are choosing what they want the big challenge is um knowing that there is someone there for them the second one is um having a system a plan to meet and attract that one and the third one is being aware that they hold the key. They have the choice of of having this, of accepting that this all of this is possible for them and more. So those those are three. It's not just one, but basically, it's believing that it can happen for them. And my job is to show them how to do it. You know, I, I I think belief is so very powerful and important in anything and, and in choosing, you know, believing that you can get what you choose, get what you want in a relationship, in a marriage, in, you know, whatever you're doing in your life, in your work. What about women that come to you who who are older or, you know, not who maybe are in their 50s or 60s or, or and their belief system or maybe even older and and they've recently been divorced or whatever and they're feeling oh it's impossible I'm too I'm too old I forget it da, 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 da. how do you help them shift that belief system to believing it is possible there is somebody out there for you I believe in the power of story and you know, it's about talking to these women and showing them that women have so much power that they have not tapped. And this is how you tap it. And this is the strategy that will work for you. Because that's my, that's my target audience, women who have launched their children to career or college and now are looking around for their love partner or their marriage or their boyfriend. And... That's where my success is. That's 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 where we take women from the idea that oh I'm too old. Well, Louise Hayes was ninety something and and got a boyfriend. Come on, you know. And so, 
<laughs> 50 is the perfect age for getting a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> so we just work the, the facts versus the fantasy that people have in their heads about who they are, you know, because most people don't realize who they really are. And so we have to do reflection and we have to get clear. This is who you are. This is what you can do when you choose to do it. Do you want this or not? And and that's a choice that each person has to make. Do they want a love relationship the second time around with the right partner? And if they do, then this is what we do to make it happen. It's factual. Yeah. You know, it's great because, like, like we're talking, people get discouraged, especially, like, age. Or there's such an emphasis, especially in, in our culture, in terms of beauty and youth and da-da-da-da-da. And yet, as you're saying everything, that we have so much power and so much within us, and it, and working with someone like you just helps us to acknowledge that and be aware of it, and once we're acknowledged and aware of it, we can kind of sh- showcase it to ourselves and to to other people. So I love what you're doing. I love the name of your uh, service, Dating Diamonds. I think that's perfect. And thank you so much for being on the show. Is there anything that you would like to leave our listeners with before we, we shift gears here? Well, I just love to talk with them regarding their um, what it is that they choose to have in their relationship. But first, I want them to read the book so that I can invite them to get on my calendar should they choose to move forward. And um, that's that's it, datingdiamonds.com. Get the limited edition of the book. I don't know how long it's going to be free. My accountant is saying, oh, my God, Patricia, so, you know, go ahead and get that, get that book and uh and uh decide and we'll we'll talk after that. Wonderful. Well, thanks so much Patricia Fuqua. You've been wonderful and I encourage our listeners to connect with you. Go to datingdiamonds.com and get that book because there's so much rich information in there that can really help them. And then the next step is to meet with you and and strategize. So thanks again for all your help, and have a blessed day. You as well. Thank you. My pleasure. So remember what Patricia said, that you really have to shift and take a look at what your belief system is because that's one of the main principles that we've been talking about what you're believing can be, is true, at least in that's what you're telling yourself and that's what you're promoting out in the world and in the universe. And so that's very important. And you are very powerful, which is why we call this show Power Your Life. Next week we're shifting gears, and that is on September 19th. I have Tammy Sorrento here, and she's going to be talking with us about changing you. Now, if you've missed any of this show, you can go to Blog Talk Radio, Power Your Life, and and listen to the replay. It's up for your convenience whenever you choose. And if you want to get a hold of me, you can go. I'll give you the short version to my website, docwhite.org. There are 
lots of blogs and information and upcoming shows and other other wonderful information that can support you and help you on your journey. So take care of yourself and remember that you have the ability and the wherewithal to power your life in the direction that you choose. Take the first step today and thanks for being here. You've been listening to the Power Your Life radio show with host and author, Dr. Joanne White. Listen often and spread the word about the upbeat show to enrich you and grow your life in the direction you desire. Listen again and again and visit DocWhite.org for more information and find out how Dr. Joanne can benefit you. Thank you for sharing your day with us and stay tuned for more exciting guests and events to come.